Welcome to Soul Lies, where the spiritual and the soul crosses paths. Stay tuned to learn ways to grow your spiritual understanding in order to realize your soul beliefs. This podcast will help you learn the truth and propel you towards freedom in Christ Jesus. This is Jenny Fouts, licensed counselor in Louisiana at Christian Center Shreveport. Welcome back, everyone. I'm glad that you are here today and and eager and anxious to learn from the Word of God as we cover a very different and difficult subject of demons and the ministry of Jesus Christ, because you are all ministers of the Word, ministers to the body of Christ. You are ministers to those whom Christ has put you in front of. And I want to start today with Matthew 10. Let's go to, um, I'll kind of start in five, okay? So this is a place where Jesus is sending out the twelve, and he's commanding them, Do not go into the way of the Gentiles, and do not enter a city of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So at this point, he's still telling them, go, go to the Jews. Don't go to the Gentiles. Go to the Jews, right? And as you go, preach. Yeah, we got preach. We can, we can preach. Saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick. So he's giving them directions of what they're supposed to do, right? Okay, you preach. You heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. Cast out demons. Freely you have received, so freely give. So he's giving them right here in Matthew the directives of what you're supposed to do, right? Now this is before his death, before his resurrection, before any of that has taken place. He's telling them, this is y'all's ministry. Go out there and do it. I want you to preach, heal the sick, cleanse the leper. Cleanse the leper. When he's talking here about cleansing the leper, it's about setting that, that leper free. I mean, he's not talking about give him a, a bath, right? Get the dirt off of him. No, he's talking about cleansing. So there's a ministry of cleansing that, that goes on. And, and some of that is, you know, Lord, take out everything that is wrong, everything that exalts itself against you. Take those things out of me. Cleanse my heart. You know, we sing songs about those kind of things. So that's what he's talking about with the lep- lepers. Cleanse a leper, raise a dead. Now, I've not personally got to experience that. I can't wait to the day that we get to experience that and experience that maybe you know more often. Um, but we, I have heard many stories of you know the dead being raised. But it, he also says, cast out demons. So he's telling you this is part of your ministry. So you guys think that you don't do that. Well, yes, yes, you do. Yes, you do do that. You cannot let the world of of darkness scare you away from the ministry of what Jesus Christ has for you. Now, sometimes it's hard working with people and helping them get to the deliverance. Some, Some people you know, say they want to get delivered, they don't want to have that, but really, they want to keep whatever the sin is, or um, 
sometimes it's not just that or whatever the habit is or whatever's going on. They don't necessarily want to change. They would like it for me. I want to do the same thing. Like if it's alcohol, I want to be able to drink, but maybe not get drunk or have a problem with it. But I want drinking to be okay. So there's those kind of things that people have a hard time letting go of. Some people don't want to let go of an eating disorder because it it might require some deliverance, but it means if I get delivered, what will happen? And of course, with an eating disorder, think, well, I'm I'm going to get fat. That's that's the first thing they always go to. So the fear within itself always holds them captive. So sometimes they say they want delivered from it because of the torment, but do they really want deliverance? You have to deal with that issue of fear that's in there. So I'm here today to remind you that you are deliverers. You are pastors, you're ministers, you're preachers. We are to do the work of the body of Christ. And as the days get darker, this work is going to come more and more. And you can't shy away from it. You can't be scared of it. You have to be wise about it. And we will be talking about some of those things and some of the things that um, you know Derek Prince covered. But now I know you guys know the whole you know commission there in, in Mark. And I know that there's arguments about the last few verses, but we're going to cover them. Mark 16, we're going to talk about verses 15, 16, I think I'll start here in 14. Later he appeared to the eleven, because you know by now Judas is gone, he's resurrected, right? He appeared to the eleven as they sat at a table, and he rebuked them. Unbelief, hardness of heart, because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. So he's rebuking them. They had a hardness of heart. Here, once again, it's disciples. Hardness of heart. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach to every creature. He who believes is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So I truly believe as the days are coming, we will walk greater and greater in this magnificent, wonderful experience here of having those things happen more and more and stronger and stronger. But you, you have to be willing. I mean, he's pretty clear there about what you got to do. So, I want to go over to Acts. Let's do Acts um, chapter 8. If you have your Bible. If not, that's all right. I'll read it to you from, I think I've got a, this one is a New King James. Let's do chapter 8, verses 5 to 7. This is about Philip. Um, then Philip went down to the city of Samaria. Okay, so now he's preaching to the Gentiles, right? Jesus is dead, risen, gone, and he's given them the Great Commission. So Philip has taken him up on this, and he's gone to Samaria to talk to the Gentiles and preach Christ to them. And the multitudes 
with one accord heeded the things spoken to Philip. So they heard the word of the Lord and then became believers, right? Hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. So there's miracles going on here with Philip. For unclean spirits, slash equal demons, crying with a loud voice came out of many, many who were possessed, and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. Now, I don't know if they were paralyzed and lame because of the demonic influence. They very well could have been. Or if they were just naturally sick, being, you know, paralyzed and lame. We, that's not real clear right there in that particular package. But here, Philip is, being the, Philip the evangelist, they call him here. He is being uh, a minister to Christ after he's, he's accepted Christ. So he goes out and he takes Christ at his word and is beginning to preach. And you can see here that demons, healing many of demons, for unclean spirits came crying out with a loud voice. So that is part of your ministry. Now, some demons come out with crying with a loud voice. Some do not come out with crying a loud voice. Some um, come out just with a with a breath. You know, you you just breathe out, and they they come out with that. I've had some come out with coughing, um, and some I'm like, do they ever even come out? I don't even know what happened here. And many times the person because the way the deliverance is done in such a subtle way, they're, they come back and they're free. They're free. Now, Derek Prince has an interesting theory about what demons have. He says that there are two goals that demons have. The first goal is to keep you from knowing Christ. So he doesn't want the unbeliever to see, right? Because they're blind. He doesn't want the unbeliever to hear. They're deaf to know Christ. They don't want them to know Christ. That's always trouble for them if an unbeliever turns to Jesus. Then he says the second goal, then if they've come to Christ, you're a Christian, what are demons' goals with you? Is to keep you functioning in Christ. Now, Derek Prince says these are the two goals that demons have. Now, I would postulate that demons have these three things because of what the word says in John 10 10 and we need to look at that just real quick because to me demons want to do you know these three things because Jesus never says that their um, behavior changes one way or the other he talks about it's pretty clear about what demons want to do um, Jesus is comparing now in this whole commentary of John 10, 10, he's comparing himself being the good shepherd, right? And the Pharisees, of course, they're always mad. And he's comparing himself being good and to those who are not. So in this, he says, Jesus says to them again, this is verse 7. Most assuredly, I say to you, I am the door for the sheep of the, of the sheep. All who ever come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. 
All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief, so he just mentioned the thief before, right? A couple of verses up there. The thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. They come. I have come that they may have life and that they may have life more abundantly. So we always want to say that part. We always want to say Jesus came to give us life, life more abundantly. But we forget that comes in the response of demons want to steal, kill, and destroy. So that's what their goal is today. That's what their goal was yesterday. The day to come was to steal, kill, and destroy. However they can do it. They don't play fair. And I've said this a lot. Um, They're not your friends. They don't play fair. They cheat. Every game there is to to cheat with. So they come to steal, kill, and destroy. So today, in your quiet time, in your prayer time, take back anything they've stolen, killed, and destroyed. Get it back. Say no more. No weapon formed against me is going to prosper. Live in that place today of knowing today the stealing, the destruction, the killing stops. It doesn't matter if they kill you, try to kill the ministry, they try to kill you personally, that they try to destroy your reputation, they try to destroy your business, destroy your family, destroy your car, steal money, steal objects, steal love, steal time, steal friendships, steal anointing, steal blessings. They, they don't care. That's what they do. Steal, kill, and destroy. So that is what I would have you walk in today of knowing today you're making a declaration. Not anymore. You're not. No, that is going to end in my life. And I'm going to get back everything that the enemy has stolen. So today you're going to walk in the power and the might of who Christ is and be free today any of those harassments I look forward to tomorrow y'all have a blessed day bye bye Soul Lies is meant for information only it is not a substitute for counseling